Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, July 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. U.S. lawmakers are not happy about rising inflation, and yesterday they let Jay Powell know about it. And turmoil in Haiti continues a week after the assassination of the country's president. Plus, Damien Hirst, the British artist who doesn't shy away from money, is now selling his own currency. But he's making buyers choose between paper or digital. Put the value aside, which would you rather have, an NFT or a painting? And then the answer is you can't put the value aside. We'll hear more from the artist and our arts editor, Jan Dolly, on whether art can be currency. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell tried to ease inflation concerns among U.S. lawmakers on Wednesday. Testy Republicans and anxious Democrats lobbed a barrage of questions at the country's top central banker just a day after the latest data showed consumer prices accelerated unexpectedly in June. Powell reiterated the Fed's position that price increases were temporary and would subside eventually, and he pushed back against criticism that the Fed was being too complacent, adding that the bank was ready to act if needed to bring down inflation. In Haiti, two politicians are now dueling to lead the country after last week's assassination of President Jovenel Moise. The country's police chief has accused a Haitian emigre in the U.S. of hiring mercenaries from Colombia to kill Moise. The FT's Latin America editor Michael Stott says people are still shocked. And that might sound surprising because it's a country that's had enormous problems in recent years and also very high levels of violence. But in fact, political violence and violence against leading politicians has been relatively rare in Haiti in recent years. So the population, the people I spoke to there, were genuinely in a state of shock uh, after the killing of the president. And the whole country, actually, the streets went quiet for a couple of days, which was also relatively unusual. So, Michael, I understand you've spoken to business people in Haiti. What are you hearing from them? Yes, I have. I've spoken to several um, leading business figures. Their real concern is that the two dueling leaders, the two people who want to be, who claiming to, to be the leaders of Haiti at the moment, both lacked legitimacy because they were appointed by Moise, who himself had overstayed his term. And um, everybody believes in Haiti you need fresh elections so you can have a legitimate government. And this is a country now with no president, but it also has mostly no parliament, no elected mayors, because their terms all expired last year and no fresh elections were held. So there are only 10 elected officials left in the whole country who are senators, who are the sort of remnants of the Senate. So there are very few people with any kind of democratic legitimacy at the moment who can be in a position to govern. And hence the, these uh, calls for a kind of process of dialogue that bring together a broader group of civil society to agree on a way forward and try to create the conditions for free and fair elections and enough security to allow those to take place. Are businesses able to operate at all given the turmoil there? I mean, the businesses that are left in Haiti are used to operating in chaos, but also there are not a lot of businesses left. I mean, this is a country that produces almost nothing. Uh, it imports most of its food and, and, and basic products from abroad. And it relies very heavily on international aid and on remittances from Haitians living overseas. And the international aid and the remittances between them uh, make up almost half of GDP. So it's a country really completely dependent on the outside for survival. Michael Stott is the FT's Latin America editor. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Mark.
So what do you trust more, digital currency or paper notes? That's a question the artist Damien Hurst is posing with a new experiment that went on sale yesterday. Call it art as currency. Here's Damien Hurst talking more about it. Like five years ago, I had an idea that prints really, if you pushed, kind of became, you know, they kind of through ubiquity or something became like something more than prints and kind of started to act a bit like a currency or something like that. Hearst created 10,000 works of art, small dotted works on A4-sized paper, watermarked and coded for authenticity like a banknote. Yesterday, they went on sale for $2,000 a piece. Hearst spoke about his experiment with a man who knows a thing or two about currency, former Bank of England governor Mark Carney, who got to check out the stacks of Hearst's freshly minted currency. Can we dive in? Yeah, come on, sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna open the box. I'm gonna go in the 7500s. Is there any repetition in those, or is everything slightly different? On all the... All on the, every, the colours On, on any one, no yeah. two colours are the same. Yeah. I mean, normally when you look at colours, you pick out chords of colour. Yeah. It's difficult to pick out chords in these because the, yeah. you don't get them. If you put two reds exactly the same on, they'd both stand out. Or two blues, or three yeah. blues. But look, even those two blues there, you can see they're different. One's, one's darker than the other one. Now, here's what's key. Each artwork comes with an NFT, or non-fungible token, a digital proof of ownership. And the catch is, you can't have both. You either have to choose the paper or the NFT. I guess the question is, you know, which would you rather have? If you put the, this is the hard thing, if you put the value aside, which would you rather have, an NFT or a painting? And then the answer is you can't put the value aside. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, you know, the jury's out, so that's why it's an experiment, really. The FT's arts editor, Jan Dolly, says Hearst's experiment poses a question. And the question they ask is, do you trust this? Do you trust me, the artist, to be making something which is genuinely unique and genuinely valuable? Do you believe in the value of this thing, which is basically just dots on paper, but because it comes from Damien Hurst and because it has all these special features, do you actually believe that it's worth thousands of dollars? Or do you think it's just a piece of paper with dots on it? Do you think that the non-fungible token, which is equivalent to it, is more valuable or less valuable? So in other words... He's setting up a very playful, very creative, but very, I think, very deep probing scheme to question our ideas of worth and value and marketability and what we believe about value and what we believe about art, and in this case, what we believe about money. Now, in one way, Hearst's currency is more like cryptocurrency, not conventional banknotes, because it's not backed by anything. Our arts editor, Jan Dolly, concedes that even though they're selling for large sums of money, they could be worth nothing. Yes, it could be worth nothing. And the work, even though it's a piece of paper, probably almost certainly not made by Damien Hurst, but certainly signed by him, certified by him, dated, numbered, watermarked, hallmarked, hologrammed, everything else. You know, somebody might just turn around and say, I mean, I wouldn't give you a fiver for that. So it is, it is a belief system, and our belief in money is sort of universally agreed, but our belief in art, although it's agreed by many, many people and many cultures, it's more fragile. So it really is an experiment, as, as Hearst says, and he's going up quite out on a limb about this. It's quite wicked of him, and 
and and quite interesting because of the questions that it raises. We will, of course, follow up and see what people who buy the currency end up choosing. And you can see the video of Damien Hurst in conversation with Mark Carney at FT.com. We'll also link to it in our show notes. And you can read the rest of the stories we mentioned in today's show at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.